yes, yes, people. Back again for another episode of the One Two Podcast, brought to you by myself, Jay, and my usual co-host, Dave. Let the people know you're in the building, bro. What's good? What's good? All right. Now we got a little. We got a special guest for us today. You know, you may have seen him on my page Come on. doing his Tottenham free stance Come on. through the highs. Come on. the lows, Tino, from Mourinho. See me, I got them rhymes there myself. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. But without further ado, please present to you guys, you will tell you a bit more about himself. Miche Artens, but yes. we'll, we'll just call you Miche today. Come on, bro. Um, yeah, so, yeah, man's a Spurs fan, as you, you know, so greatly put it just there. Um, through the highs and the lows, I kind of, you know, explain and express my happiness and you know my my sadness through raps when it comes to my team as opposed to you know how most people do it so very well but yeah i normally just go through raps and you know right now coming off of yesterday's result you know i'm in a good mood man well are you expecting a little freestyle scene or something <laughs> <laughs> bro you know what, you man one, top of the league one, and yeah yeah this one bro i'm letting it i'm just letting it marinate i'm letting it marinate i'm, <laughs> gonna, get that, then I, I'm gonna give a little something for Mourinho. listen I'm, I'm giving it here but i'm gonna give do a little something for Mourinho, provided obviously everything carries on going well bro come on yeah no i hear you i hear you so yeah no one of the hardest when it comes to these football freestyles said it Love before bro. say it again Love, bro. be sure i'll leave links and Everything in the description below. Follow his Instagram, Miche underscore artist. You know the vibes already. My guy. But yes, without further ado, <laughs> might as well get in with the weekend. Let's get action. into it. Come on, bro. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> Tottenham 2, Arsenal 0. Uh, ah, I love it. Team, <laughs> what was it? holding corn this weekend. Number one versus number 14 in the league. Can you imagine? Ah, gee, if <laughs> Brighton win this weekend, if Brighton win tonight, 16th. Jesus. Crazy. Fam, we went from top four battles to bottom four battles. It's long. It's what long. Was that, what was that thing we had St. Saint, Saint Totterham's Day? Uh, Sky. Sky. St. Arsenal Day or something. I haven't had that for years, bruv. Hey, it's been a minute. What's crazy is it? This is the thing about Arsenal, man. This is like, this is all entertainment for us, like, for every other team in the league. This mm. is the best entertainment because we know how great, how much Arsenal fans have pride. We know how strong their pride is. Yeah. yeah. Seeing you, man, like like you said, battling, getting bottom four. I'll be honest, bro. It's, this is entertainment. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Got you. Got to drink these moments in if you're a Tottenham fan, United fan, Chelsea fan. Like we are going through it right now. We're down so bad. Yeah. But, but if you. I was just gonna say the thing is like football like nowadays it goes it happens so fast because it feels like the other day you guys were on top of the world obviously with an FA Cup and everything and then you fast exactly. forward and it's like you know, football nowadays is too fast. But, but one minute you love it and the next minute he's on his way out possibly. Fam, about what a month ago there was Arsenal fans all saying, "Oh yeah," because obviously we just beat United, didn't it? Mm, United yeah. were the ones in fifteenth. I think there's literally a video of treats, yeah. Jeez, I'm calm with him in it, but like, it's just funny to look back. There was a video of him literally banning United fans, like, know your position, what, you're 15th, 16th, we're challenging top four, we just smack you guys at your own block, all of that stuff. Fast forward, we're the ones in 15th, 16th. What It's long. So yeah, no, this, this season's a weird season, it can just flip like that. But we'll go on to the game, we'll go on to the game. What, would you guys kind of happy with the way it went about obviously i know you won it so you, either yeah. way you're going to be happy but do you think like you're that the game plan and all that 
I think, honestly speaking, I think there's still um, like a, a vulnerability in our, like not in our back foot, but just in the positioning. Because there were periods where I'm watching, a, I was watching a match, and I was like, you know what? If there was a better relationship between the midfielders and the strikers on Arsenal's sides, there mm. were gaps in, you know, in whilst we were defending, where you could have exploited it, like even runs behind, you know, the centre back. If they had taken advantage of like those situations, we would have been in trouble. But I feel as though. You, the, the, what, why we were lucky is because obviously, obviously confidence is one in your team I feel like confidence is lacking yeah. but number two as well like I said the relationship I feel like between the strikers and the midfielders um, and the style of play if you look back if you like, if you look back yeah like normally Arsenal are known for you know beautiful football you know what I mean yeah. one touch two touch max and yeah. I feel like now they've got comfortable in the, in, in the play of like okay three touches look up and you have it and for a team like Tottenham now, where I feel like Mourinho's got his soul, like he's got it on lock with the back four, and and I feel like the chemistry in our in our team as well is 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 very good at the moment. I feel like you can't give us that you know that leeway and that 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 advantage because we will like like you saw we exploited it you know yeah. even off of the back of their counter attack we scored off of off of that you know. Imagine. Just to show you just to show you the chemistry in our team, bro, it's, it's ridiculous right now. Yeah, no, definitely, you man, definitely got a spot on. You know, when I was looking back, I was thinking. This is literally a typical Jose game. Like, we'll see, I'm beating at home against us now. Yeah. In about like 12 games or something Crazy. done like that. Crazy. Because it's like, he does the same thing every time. It's kind of like he just knows that Arsenal are <laughs> going to fuck themselves over eventually. Mm. And that's how he runs with it. Because mm. I thought, yeah, no. Nah. Because when, when I think about it, except for that yeah. one 6 0, which was like a, a mad thing, we've, we've, never, we've never really been like, Properly like annihilated by bare goals. It's literally just they they do their thing, they get a goal, and then it's just it's, it. it's, 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 it's like I just can't understand how no how you can't see that coming from a mile away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, facts. facts and you know, and people oh, we can get we can get more into this. But even last week, <laughs> guys were saying, "Oh, man, City have twenty eight shots." Da da da. But but it means nothing. What's the point? What is the point of telling me this? 28 shots and then how many on target first and second of all how can you how can you not score from 28 shots surely that's your own this is this is Jose that was last week and you're you're trying to tell me ah we created chances but yeah it it just wasn't our day whatever man (laughs) you know what I love about Jose Jose. he's so so, not what I love about what I love about Jose why Honestly speaking, like I'm, com- like, I'm not comfortable, but I'm at the moment. I'm not gonna say happy, like because you know how football is. But like, I don't see anything yeah. wrong really at the moment. How could you? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's one thing he said, you know, in um in his, in his interview after the game, and he said, "Listen, could we have you know punished them more? Could we have done a bit more?" Then yes, but why? What's the need to? What's the we, point? We've got the game under control. Why do we need to do that? Yeah. That really impressed me. That really impressed me. Obviously, that we know it's Mourinho, but I really like the way he worded that. Mm. It's all about yeah, yeah, no, hundred. He's got that whole defense on lock. Like obviously, I mentioned it in my post, but it's like Eric Dyer. The guy's been a joke for. He's been in England since 2014, I believe. So he's been a joke in England for the best part of that time. Yeah completely flipped it I can't believe what I'm seeing with Eric Dyer right now facts not true 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 like obviously big up older build as well but it's like older build is someone who just kind of goes about saying the guy's been a top centre back for years now Dyer's like he suits him so well centre back position literally both of them are just eating up every cross that came in and obviously we'll get onto Arsenal side of things but 
Then man done the job there. I'm even looking at guys like Aurier. Yeah. Again, another another man. one. It's another one. Facts. I'm, I'm looking at the whole Tottenham side and I'm thinking, like, even when I was going to do one of those combined exercises, uh, you actually from yeah. Arsenal side. It would have got peak. It would have got peak. I, it would have probably been a whitewash. No cap. Because <laughs> you know, like last season, oh yeah, Bamiang's getting in there, bruv. Whatever. Love it. Obamiang right now. Love it. Hey. Love it. Obamiang is tired. He's been tired, bro. I can't even lie. He's been tired. He was more it's... tired than Lacazette. Can you imagine? <laughs> Lacazette's been more running than Aubameyang. Frifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifrifr
I can't really change my mind on this. I, he's in my mind. He's washed. Maybe obviously he's proving us wrong right Mourinho. now. That's I was I was saying. Obviously now he's proving me wrong. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I thought he was washed as well. Thought, oh, you're yeah, proving you're done. Done. prior prior to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, okay. obviously he was linked to us, in it? Before yeah. Arteta came, he was meant to come. Well, not meant to, but there was links to him coming. You know, to what I thought he would have been a problem if he came to you guys. I thought. Yeah. Do you no, we were saying no to him. Yeah. We were actually saying no to him. That's crazy. Yeah, you know what? It's, back not, now. it's not. It's just not like I don't know how to describe. It's not thinking straight, and mm. it's just it's a it's a mixture of goals. Mourinho's gone to Tottenham because they because obviously you guys they're bad. They're more trophies. back to him as well. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, Mourinho's not some some any. He's not some Unai Emery where you can't trust him with peas. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. he knows what he wants. Like, fam, referring back to my post to me today, he knew he wanted his DM. Yeah. He wanted his number nine, he would do the dirty work up top yeah. and he needed his um, wingers. And he needs players who will obviously give 110% on the pitch. Do you know That's what he, it. Do you know what, he, do you know what he's done? He's coached as well. Because yeah. coached. People, get on him. people get on to him for leaving players out like Sanchez. He's he's done. I thought he was the best player, but he's gone. Ben Davies gets a, gets played. Harry Winks is gone. Um, who's the other midfielder? That's gone. I think there's another one that's not really playing. But it doesn't matter because Harry Kane's got 10 times, well, not 10 times better. He looks like a completely different player. Obviously, we knew he had the passing range and stuff in him. But he's he's given, he, he was telling him, listen, you need to prove to me that you're messing Ronaldo level. Mm. That's, not, that's not something, if some, any manager saying that to him, it's not, it's not clicking. Do you see Harry Kane looking at him in his eyes? He was like starstruck. Yeah. And it's about respecting like... The, Anyway, yeah, no, pick up Mourinho though, because I he was definitely someone I thought was finished. Yeah, someone I thought was a bad man manager after obviously the Popper situation. So I thought would only offer that entertainment value on Sky Sports. That's what I thought he was. But you know what? If he got if he wins a trophy with Tottenham, he would get my utmost respect. And I think if he wins the league with Tottenham. Yeah. He might be one of the goats. Serious <laughs> debate might have to open about him being that better than Pep, and it hurts me to say that because I'm a Pep stand. But if you can win the league with Tottenham, with to- I gotta be yeah, like, like, let's be honest, let's, yeah, I'm, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Literally, because <laughs> there's there's levels to this. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Yeah, I honestly agree with you because there was the entertainment aspect. Like, think about it, the way. Poch left, well, Poch got sacked, and then, you know, it's like, oh, who's going to be our next one? And then, boom, it's like the special, like, of course, there was an element of entertainment, but even mm. watching the documentary, yeah, or nothing documentary, like, we sus- we always suspect these things are going on in, like, behind, like, in the boardroom or in the dressing room or on the training ground. We always suspect these things are going on. And I have two points I want to make. The first point is that I feel like, like it relates to your point, as in Starstruck, um, and that works in the boardroom and on the field with the players. I feel like that has put his faith and trust into like Mourinho when Mourinho mm. comes to him and say I only need four players I don't need to spend over 100 mil or 50 mil I just need these four players make sure it happens because I know what I'm doing at least mm. he will break his back to do it that's one mm. number two I feel like on the field like you said a lot of these players yeah, even the guys in um, on the like the youngsters on the bench they've grown up watching Mourinho it's a fact in Premier League history yeah. like in, even in football like in Europe, Europe like European football you know about Jose Mourinho so it's like when he comes into the team it's almost as though you have to prove yourself as a footballer bro it's not about just you know playing, getting yourself on the team sheet every footballer wants to be regarded as a quality player in top flight so you know moving forward I just feel like I'm even 
in a position where you know Bell hasn't even settled in yet, and we're playing like this. Mm. So once Bell goes, once Bell's settled in really, like and he starts really performing, I just feel like it's going to be long, man. Do you think Bell has a place in the team, though? Sorry, bro. Do you think Bell has a place in the team? I don't feel like right now he has because, like I said, he, has, he hasn't really settled in yet, and he's not mm. really playing. Like naturally, you, you know, we can't expect him to play like Bell that we once had. You know, he doesn't yeah. get regular football. Um, he was isolated, you know, back in Real. Like, so we can't. Re this is the first first time, so in a while, where you know he's. We looked at him when he came in, like, oh my gosh, this is the this is the guy, and he's not had football that regularly to play yeah. at that level straight away. Exactly. Mm, mm. Therefore, yeah. man. Yeah, now could definitely offer you something. One point I was making, obviously, we need to get onto the Kane and Son situation as well, but mm -hmm. I was looking at the numbers in it, and basically 80% of your goals have come from Kane and Son. Obviously, they're doing bits right now, they're peaking in form right now. The one worry I worry for Spurs, like if it was ever like mount a title challenge or win trophies, if Kane and Son get injured, could be cut. It's true. It's very true. And this is the problem, this is the thing that we like a lot of fans worried about going into the season it's like we need more attacking players because this is what I remember when Harry Kane got injured last season and he was out he was out bro and it was like oh wow like we really like struggled because we know Kane's our talisman do you know what I'm saying yeah do you know what it is though it's, it's that it's that cold hearted clinicalness because you could be you can be Lacazette or you could be Aubameyang you could be strikers in your own right but if there's a if there's one chance in the game and you're not putting away what's the point what's the point literally so yeah, now what moving on. They say about Arsenal, they said shot shy. Fam. Oh my day. His peak is actually so bad, man. Right <laughs> Do you know that's what? That's why like Kane and Son just look so like, so crazily good because when they're throwing goal, I don't remember the last time they really missed. Yeah, like a, like a sit up, impossible. Literally, impossible. they're bagging everything think, that comes. That's away. the thing. If, I think. West Ham, Kane missed a, a mad one. I mm. think it was the head across the. The guy's still not making guys in, in the bottom corner. It doesn't matter. That's my. I mean, confidence is not gone. Mm. So obviously, speaking on the Kane and Son duo, mm. I made a post about it, but I'm I'm trying to hear what the actual Tottenham fan has to say on this. Come on. Yeah. Where do you rank this duo? Now, actually, I'll put some numbers through to you to back it up. <laughs> These men have 31 goals between them. So obviously, that means. They've assisted or scored 31 goals between them. That's the second most in Premier League history. Only falling short to Didier Drogba and Frank Lampard, who had 36 behind them. So, obviously, this is Premier League history. That they got more than names like, I don't know, Thierry Henry, Burkham, uh, Hurricane Cole. Harry scored the most goals in the North London derby now. Literally, oh, yeah. 11. Fam, the numbers are there. So, I'm trying to ask, where do you rank this duo in Premier League history? In Premier League history? Um, <laughs> bro, there's been a, oh, bro, there's been a lot of players in midfield striking relationships. Um, That's what I'm thinking, guys. A part of you doesn't want to be biased, but it's like. Yeah. But you know what? I'm thinking about duos though, because I, I I turned to my friend yesterday. I was like, was Lacazette and Aubameyang a duo? Because these men weren't linked. They weren't linking up. It's a forced duo still. The only link up was when they was doing the celebration after. That yeah. Was it. Yeah, true. Because man, they are forgetting about Gerard and Torres. Mm. Yeah, no, I think they were like fourth or fifth. They were yeah. solid duo, definitely. definitely. They were duo. Oh, 
Oh, bro. <laughs> no, I can hear. I can. I, I, I'm going to... I don't want to be biased, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you're saying Drogba and Lampard as a football fan, that was beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I think Son and Kane are very close second to that. A very close second, man. Me, personally, I'd have them in top five still. But um, it's the thing of, it's like... Yeah. You need trophy, and they, I know yeah, they're saying, they I know they're trying to violate Tottenham like that. Yeah, that's it. Win that's, it. Bro. that's it. I can't really. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you just need. They need to win because, like, look at the names we're mentioning. They they were winning e- even at least like just English trophies. But like, even if you look at Lampard and, and Drogba, but they were, like these men were winning Prims and Champions League. So it's like yeah. I can't. Fair enough, I'll be back and be biased, but at the end of the day, I, I love football. So it's like I have to look at it from that point of view and be like, you know what? To put that into that top two, top three combo. You need to win trophies, but they're, they're in my top five. Yeah, no, I hear that. Do you know what, though? Do you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I was watching the, the Battle of the... You know that crazy Chelsea game you like, had? Leeds. Like, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Son and Kane were still banging goals, like, dead. That was, like, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. This was one of the longest lasting. They just... Back then, it wasn't really a jury team because of the way Potter was running. It weren't really... I thought it was more back, back then it was more Deli Ali and Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Deli Ali was involved. And Ericsson as well. Oh Jesus. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think those two, I think like yeah, I think Son and Kane provided like for example, if they win bro, I don't even want to start talking like but if they win, if they do the unthinkable, mm. bro, from as a Tottenham fan as well, I'll say, yeah, you know what, they're top two for me. That's legend. That's that's trophies. That's I mean trophies, that, yeah. and they actually that's like, if I was playing top flight like, English football, I know it might sound mad, but I'd rather win the Prem than the Champions League, if I'm being honest. Mm. Everyone's thinking mad if you haven't won. Like, you're going all the way over there, but have you won it on your home flat? Have you won it here? Nah, I hear that. I hear that. I actually hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Like, Obviously, like, right yeah. now, Jay and I can't really. Because yeah. we've got we've got Prem's in the past, but that like, Champions League is, is waiting. But nah. The thing is, I've the thing about the Premier League and Champions League, I actually think a Premier League, in my opinion, if we're talking about from a footballer's point of view, I kind of do feel like it holds more weight than the Champions League. Yeah, but Champions League think... only holds weight because yeah, it's a big name. Good, and that's good, what you're yeah. playing 38 games. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Home and away. Yeah. Good teams, bad teams. Shit grounds, good grounds. And you can get like a you bad consistent. team. You can get like a crap team when it matters most and that, that busts you. Yeah, Literally. like Spurs won the final, really. Like, yeah, and we saw that Liverpool side, that Liverpool side beat that AC Milan side. Yeah. Any other day, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> so Impossible. I, I can hear again. Yeah. I can hear yeah, that. Like, even think, with Gerard, think... people look at Gerard like, okay, cool, we won the champ, but we can't regard you as one of the, like, because you didn't win the Prem. Yeah, that's, that's it. That is it. Yeah, no, but back to this Kane and Son thing. I've yeah. separated the two sides, really. I feel like mm. one side knew their system it's a regimented system and they've got their game plan and they stick to it and they're starting to master it and we've seen it against Man United seen it against Man City seen it against Chelsea and now Arsenal but other than that it was also just a quality and a size from because I'm thinking I actually do believe if Arsenal had an, a Harry Kane or a human son in their side we probably would have left with a point at least. Do you think it's quali- do you think it's quality, Jay, or is it confident? Because me, I'm my thing in football is confident. Confidence, 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 but the confidence means the quality is low right now. I think obviously yeah, on this yeah, day, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Van Kane are quite tight. Yeah, remember but, I was saying, what's the point of being on your day? What's the point? Yeah. What's the point of having been on, on your day player? Sorry. Yeah, it needs to be every week. Because <laughs> we definitely had chances in that second half. But then we might as well go into the way Arsenal are playing. Because I'm thinking. <sighs> 
<laughs> You're spamming <laughs> crosses. <laughs> it's mad. It's That's actually wrong. mad. Speaks for itself. We probably don't mean he's going there. That's how it speaks for itself. It's mad. It's it's what is it? 33 crosses. Are we doing re- doing up records? Do you not piss me off? Before you carry on, do you not piss me off in the interview? Man, it, he actually defended the crosses. Because I, I was just thinking, cool, these men are crossing in last resort. He's actually telling them to cross to nobody. <laughs> to nobody. Uh, you lot have not got headers like that. I was seeing the balls coming and I was thinking, jeez. And some of them, like, I remember Saka's free kick. You guys were slightly getting heads on them, but it's like, yeah, that's not what you lot are on, man. You're not on that. Yeah, no. Credit to William. I feel like he put in a couple good balls in last night. But you know, yeah, it's, 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 it depends who's on the end of those headers, bro. They could give the yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, literally. Yeah. There's no one good on the end of it who can really put away. Do you know what? Though? Do you know what though? There was two. I think it was two chances because even Sky, they didn't, they didn't even have time to show all the crosses. They showed like I think it was four or five. There was two good ones, which you're thinking mm. if you put that away, it makes it look good. That's the that's the thing with this game because that's when we go into our test in a minute. We can talk about his reasoning, but. If he's back in the crossing thing, oh. bro, we'll move it like we had you, fam. If we had Giroud up top, obviously the ship sailed. Giroud's a Chelsea player, all of that type of stuff. But yesterday was a per- for the way we were trying to play. Yesterday was a perfect game for someone like Giroud. Since when is Arsenal or Arteta crossing guy? Did you hear Alex? He was out of 73 Aubameyang goals, three were headers. And do you know what's do you know what's the most scary part about this all? Is because this is what kind of got um Moyes hated during his time yeah. at Manchester United. Yeah. And obviously, we all know Mikel Arteta spent his time under um, David Moyes. <laughs> I just hope he's not topping into that that David Moyes side of yeah, I hear that. I think they set a record against Fulham one time. 89 crosses and they still lost the game, fam. Please, I'm hoping he's not taking notes of David Moyes right about now. Did Liverpool cause... have that many crosses in the game? No, because I think Liverpool... But their, mm. co- their crosses are successful. Yeah. Like, they, they make their crosses count. People can say, oh, Liverpool are crushing, inshallah. They make it happen, though. Mm. It works. you got Robertson, Trent Alexander-Arnold. These men are getting assists from these crosses, so it's like... People can hear them as much as they want, but the proofs are serious as well. serious. Yeah, literally. But do you think? So yeah, no, I do Arsenal, feel like as an Arsenal fan. But is that, do you think like? Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, yeah, and I, I kind of like skimmed on it a little bit, but nowadays we've obviously like managers and stuff. They get thrown into like deep end situations without like we know obviously Arteta was under a few managers prior to coming to Arsenal, but it's like there's no real yeah. development. I feel like now for managers coming into those into those top flat you know managerial positions it's just yeah. kind of like okay you know you're there deal with it especially if you have kind of a name already or you are a pro in the past you just kind of get thrown there yeah 100 percent. that's yeah, that's the man. difference between everton and tottenham everton and tottenham no offense to these guys and to you but they want the short term or they want success now they want they want to see a return on their investment so they've gone to tried and and test the quality Ancelotti and Mourinho these are serious guys obviously Ancelotti and Everton are, I don't know what's happening with them but Mourinho proves in the pudding these men are, are top they've changed it around this whole Arsenal and United thing of going going with club legends and stuff obviously I'm we can go into Arteta but the whole Solskjaer thing it's like what what is really the vision here is it just is it just like yeah no 
Man, I need to stop putting social in the same sentence as Arteta as well. Man has been manager for a decade. No, 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 no. Just one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not comparing them to. I'm not comparing them to Peter. The funniest, man. In, in that, in that thing of like, yeah, he's he's got the job. He's not got the job on on it on merit. Yeah, yeah. Man scored a goal in, in 99. Man stuck his toe out in 99, and that's what patting the job. Yeah, I can't even be sending shots though because we're in the mud right now. Yeah, they're doing that. <laughs> but yeah. But you know, like I do feel like, because obviously back in the day, you look mm. at these top sides. You even look at um, Alex Ferguson at Man United. I don't know if much people know this, but my guy did not win a single trophy, did not touch top four in his first five years at United. Bear in mind, this is a, United were still a big club back then. Like they won Champions League, yeah. they won league titles. Like, but they gave Alex Ferguson the time, and then obviously you know like the Alex. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Liverpool on top. I think Everton had a little period, Aston Villa, like those were the sides mm. who were running things back then. But mm. then, yeah, no, so that first five years, he didn't win anything. Now we've seen what he becomes. So I feel like new managers, they definitely need that time because mm. you're not going to do it overnight. I've said this before, I'll say it again. Like, mm. Arsenal had a great start to obviously when Arteta came in, but mm. he was going to eventually come through some bad form like it's part of the, mm. you're not going to get everything perfect straight away mm. no manager's ever done that you're going to get your bad form so this is a bad form you got to ride it out learn along the mm. way but one hand I do feel sorry for him mm. on the other hand I do feel like it's a thing where you knew what you signed up for he's not helping yeah. himself yeah. Like, so yeah, like it's a big club Arsenal you knew we were just coming back off you know Emery all that you knew what our board because you've actually been a player here, so you know what our board is like because you, you know what the fans are like yeah you, yeah you know everything about this club so you kind of knew what he you went signed up for as well. yeah so yeah no nah, me personally with Arteta he's definitely showed a couple worrying signs I've said this in the last podcast like it's hit that worrying state and whether I believe Arteta's the man to take us forward or not if the season goes left, I'm talking next five games, you got what? Burnley, Sheffield United, Everton. If we hold like, I don't know, three L's in those games, it could be a thing. Because obviously we're on four losses in a row right now. So yeah. whether he's a good manager or not, if the season goes left and we find ourselves coming into 2021 in the relegation spot. It's crazy. Yeah. He might just have to get the sack, even if. Because I mean, I'll, I'll always back Arteta, but it's like, it's one of those things where you just have to take him out because it's like, there's no point. Do you yeah. know what the issue is now? The issue, like, I'm still getting I'm getting questions like, oh, are you, are you Arteta in and Arteta out? Like, these people need to, like, grow up. Big like, do you know what I mean? G- there's a bigger if picture. You're, if you're on this, if you're on this instant success, if you're on this, I want to support who's winning at the moment, don't, don't, can't, don't join Arsenal. Like, even now, who would you say? You can't say a serious team. You can't say there's a team that's guaranteed success nowadays. Maybe Bayern, that's it. Yeah, no, because the thing is, because it's our test or project, let's say we actually got Mourinho. You know what? Yeah. Then people are taking the piss out of the project. That's what's, that's what's annoying me. No, because like, if we actually got Mourinho when we was meant to, then I would somewhat understand if certain fans are like, yeah, I want instant success or I want this. I want that. But even then, I do believe it's more than the manager. Like you were saying, like, for all those doing Arteta in, Arteta out, gee, there's a bigger picture here. The exactly. board are what's really because it's the board and the players but the players are here because of the board changed and what's the, still the same yeah I mean yeah no, right, let's look at what's the same though this team 
I'm seeing bums. <laughs> all right. due respect, I'm seeing bums in his side. He threw Arsene Wenger under the bus. He threw Unai Emery under the bus. And they're currently throwing me Kalita on the bus. Might have to name some names because... <laughs> I'm gonna let you take her away, Dave. Hector Bellerin. When I saw this guy, I was I was in in my living room. I was watching with my boys. I didn't. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to. Like, I was just trying to watch the game. I saw. I, I saw Bellerin pass the ball to to. Um, I forgot. I don't even know what he's doing. Like the guy. Did he have like five foul throw-ins or something? More foul throws than successful crosses, bro. Are you, is that, <laughs> this guy does not. He doesn't even like. He doesn't like football. I don't. He maybe love Arsenal because he. That's this. If you live somewhere, if Arsenal basically grew him up, so he has that connection to him. But he doesn't. Not, I don't see. I don't think he loves the game. How can you not do a foul? How can you not do a proper throw in? Oh, yeah, no. Bellerin, I with him. Bellerin, I think he's a cool guy. You know, I, I, I like what he stands for. But we take sentiment out of this. You're not cutting on the field. You have not been cutting on the field for a while now. You got. See, you think about me with Bellerin. I said in the last one that. I'm holding on to the, the 15, 16, 14, 15 when he first broke out for him. I'm clinging yeah. on to that. But every game that goes by, I'm realising he's not that player anymore. It's no. just, he's, you're not going to become the are you? We're running our last hole. You should have cashed him and then when what, Juventus were offering up four years. It's mm. looking like, it's looking tight. So there's him. I'm looking at names like Granit Xhaka. Oh, God. Remember Jay, I was telling you last week. I, I was, I was starting to maybe say, "Wow, well, was I wrong about Jacko?" Yeah, fam. He does this all the time. Whatever. Like, he has a good, he has a good run of form after a poor run of form. Then you think mm, he might be the guy, and, and then some, he goes back to stupid link. Like, oh, we haven't lost when Granite Jack is playing. That's because when. Oh, yeah, no, it's just it's a false image, big, big false image. Hey, Misha, imagine some guys in my comments trying to tell me, um, Jack had a better game than Hoiberg yesterday. Who? Yeah. Oh, what? Days, <laughs> wait, wait, who's this? Is blasphemy, bro. Who said this? In my comments, man. Like, check it. What? I've seen, seen your post, and me, I always with your post here. You talk like a dude, that's why yeah. I love you. Always seen, mm. I always laugh. I'm thinking, bro, this guy is so unapologetic. I'm <laughs> you know saying how he is, I love it. But yeah. more time, I breeze through some of the comments, and I was like, you know what, I can't. Because there's so many guys that will have their opinions, and yeah, it's long. My mind with them, bro. It's, it's long. I try not get sucked in, but I, I saw this one. I'm thinking, nah, I might have to pull him up on this because Jacko, <laughs> I'm me. I'm, you, and people know what team I support. People know what team we were up against. You should, you know the last thing I want to be saying is Hoiberg was better than Jacko. Do you oh, know what no way. The problem is, the problem is, guys out there don't watch football. Yeah, or, numbers. Yeah, facts. Or oh, they, they, they see, oh, Granite Jack can spray a ball with his left foot. So he's better. Literally. My man was backing out. Serious. Pass it, says. He he's done this. It's sideways passes, G. Like, nothing's forward. Let's get this straight. Like, it's... Man, so they had a better game than... Wait, what? Hey, you might have to throw me the clock. I might have to chat him. You're an Arsenal. It's crazy. I don't think... Not one person at Arsenal side yesterday can leave with their head. I say only Saka. Saka, Saka's Saka a baller. Then. And we know that Arteta's kind of... Not relying on him, but we know he's a saving grace. Yeah, like, and even then, I feel like he's overplaying it right now. He's played in every position. I swear he's playing right back towards the end of this the game. Yeah, I mean, speaking of overplay, you might as well touch on a Thomas party situation. <laughs> <laughs> you a know man what? Limped off. Off. A man limped off. off. Because you know what, guy. So he was 
AFC Bell, our, 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 our plug. Thomas Party's burner account. <laughs> his burner. <laughs> Telling us, yeah, he's, I'm, back the, I'm back for the North London derby. All calm, all calm. And you're thinking, cool. It's, it's nice, you know, but is it like, why? Why is he back? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. Think, the thing about me and most fans, we were calling for parties to start, innit? The only hope we had of even getting something from this game is a play of parties quality. Why so is he party next to Granite Xhaka? Yeah, I'm thinking, so my bro, we've said this, our partnership should be party and Sabaros. And even Sabaros, question marks on his form right now, but he definitely offers something more than Granite Xhaka right now. So yeah, I, me and most friends were calling for party to start, but ultimately speaking, the medical team should have known if this guy's not ready, don't push him through. We as fans do not know better because we're not on the field. We're not in the um, the doctors, whatever. We don't know that shit. But mm. the medical team should have said from the get-go, if you're going to play him, at least bring him once a sub. He's clearly being rushed back. And then that second goal, oh my days. So mine lifts off. And then I see Arteta pushing him back on the pitch. He does a little sprint. He's like, no, fuck it. Yeah. That's the that's the part that killed me. That's the part that killed me. It's just like, it's yeah, like, you know what? It's long. It's long. <laughs> and that was a physical embodiment of it's long. He said, allow me. Allow me. Yeah. When I saw Blimp pop, I said, you guys are just rinsing out your guys, man. Yeah. I Do mean, you... if I was to say on the tactical thing, he probably should have just went down and I don't know, waved his hand a bit. Do you think like, if, stop playing? Like, do you think if that's Mourinho player, he's not wailing, he's not having his hands up, the ball's going out of play, then yeah. the team's not moving. Do something like that. Like mm. if you the, obviously where I'm still behind part, he's in play like three, four games. So yeah, this is not gonna bro. change my view in him mm. anyway. But I feel like in a situation like that, you should have done something like, I don't know, get on the floor, wave your hand, mm. like, just stop the play, be smart and tactical. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing about um, um, what's the name? Tottenham and his um, Jose and his Tottenham. He's got them streetwise. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the something Premier that league. we lack right about the now. Premier League because the guy's a Premier League vet. Actually, I'll speak about streetwiseness. Misha, we saying on Kane and that little thing that he does. I mean, I can't rate that. I'll be real. Uh-huh. Why not? Why, what do you mean you don't rate? Him, bro? No, do you, remember when, do you remember when I met Giroud was doing that? The backing up on players. And bro, and all spare and love and war, bro. Nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. When when he when someone breaks their neck, mm. but you know what's oh, gonna happen? He, someone's gonna land on him, and he's gonna learn to never do that shit again. I know what you're, I know exactly what you're talking about, and like I saw, I was I'd seen it in matches, but then I saw finally someone put up on it on like a social on the socials, and bro, I guarantee you, I've never Ray Charles so hard in my life, bro. I <laughs> when I tell you, I, I was like, bro, I'm legally blind. I don't know. What even know you. I didn't even see that one. That's the first time he's been doing that. You know, it's not like yeah. he's doing it, like, so when I saw it on social, I said, yep, yeah, I'm not involved. Uh, yeah. Charles, keep it keep it scrolling then one's there i hear that but no it's gonna it's, someone's gonna land on him today yeah no i feel like what? someone will land on him man because he's done it he's doing it to press man they're not they're not built <laughs> they're not built to cause damage if he does that to the wrong center back again if he does that to a young tarkovsky and then man speak with that. I mean, so sly as well yeah because he so, always gets, just, he will get the foul yeah you just, it's genius yeah it's just like, fair love and war, bro. It is what it is. And you just know this is Jose oh. implementing his footprint on his players 
it's Mourinho was that and was doing it <laughs> and you know you know like I feel like even with the greats we've always seen it's not always 100% fair you know like you can like sometimes you gotta bend the rules a bit bro like that's just, it, it is where it is the game's the game you can't be playing nice expecting to win the league by yeah. playing 100% fair bro like yeah. already VAR VAR's kind of messing up the game so it's like you need to kind of look out for yourself yeah you take it into your own hands sometimes man yeah, yeah. No, definitely definitely so things are looking good for Spurs back on the top of the table yes you know higher than me on a night at Amsterdam that's how high you man are up in the table <laughs> you know you know and then we we're low 16th is peak but oh, as you guys are that high I need to ask you the question now. Obviously, around you, you've got guys like I think Man City on the low, Man City and Liverpool on the low are still, you know, collecting points on a weekly basis. Like it doesn't get talked about that much, but it's still up and about in that top four area. Obviously, you got Chelsea who are doing bits right now, which we'll get onto later. But um, and obviously, you man are top. Now, do you think you guys can go all the way? You know, honestly speaking, bro. Mm. Honestly speaking. I feel like if we have, if as long as we have like a few fresh legs as insurance that we know can deliver, um, I just hope that we don't have any like major injuries. Or like, if like for what, what I mean by that is like, if Harry Kane gets injured for like two months, that's crazy for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I'll be honest, bro. It's, it's crazy for us. And the thing yeah. is, he's guaranteed injury because I haven't seen an injury-free season from him once. And that's what's that's why I'm like, I would like, I, I honestly believe it. if we have like, if Bell comes in on form, bro. I'm talking Bell form, yeah. Yeah. Then I won't, I won't really be, I won't really be like as hurt as I would be if Kane got injured, as opposed to if we didn't have Bell or any strike, any any attacking player on form. Well, I just thought as long as we don't have any major injuries, you know, um, you get a few fresh legs and we carry on playing how we're playing, bro. I don't see any reason why we can't win the league. Like, I mean, you know, Ian Wright even said it, like, we're definitely title contenders. Like, yeah, 100, 100. Because I'm looking at this first and I'm thinking, that's why I mentioned it in a post way back when you made all your signings. It's like, you guys have actually got depth right now. Mm. And that's what's key for you. So it's like, it's whether that depth can actually, you know, come up to it when needed because I'm thinking obviously Bale goes like saying but that Carlos Vinicius guy I think that he's someone he's a low-key baller right? oh it's true I slept on him I'm, I'm sleeping on him should I say I'm sleeping on him Fam, he was what top scorer in the Portuguese league last season and you man and he's doing up what backup striker right now yeah, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. And that's why I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, we've got the duo here, but I feel like if, there's an opportunity, like I said, if if Kane or Son get injured or one of our main second guys get injured and he comes in and does the mad thing. Yeah, then it's long. Because right. right now it's just you and Chelsea really, pretty, really yeah, putting I mean, on pressure. I think Liverpool, Liverpool are kind of like, yo, we're not going to lie, we won it last season after 30 odd years. You know, we're kind of... I I, I, or they're playing a smart game and not wearing themselves out early. I think it's that. Yeah. I think it's that. Because they can get away with just if if it's not if it gets peak, they can just be like, yeah, our squad's our squad's messed up, our squad's thin. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's fam, just deep in this whole chat, man. You man are still up there. Fam, our top four race is actually locked off. Like I was I was talking <laughs> yesterday. Like it's like the season's done. You know, you know what we say. Will be like, that's heaven for you guys, like, to get your open league. 
Yeah, if we get if we guys like comments we're dropping down, we are we're not even we don't have a prayer. Arsenal get relegated, bro. I'll buy both of you to Louis Vuitton trade out Garrett, bro. If Arsenal get relegated, bro, little little confidence trade out Garrett. I'm not confident. I am. Oh my days! You're not gonna get relegated. This is all like I'm not saying it's a publicity, so obviously not. But I'm just saying as in Arsenal will never let it get to that point where it's like you know now they're fighting to stay in Fam, have you seen that meme? I won, but at what cost? Yeah. I'll be stepping into raves and my Lever team. So it's like, my team's doing up championship. Uh, we got Brentford on the weekend. Then uh, what? Yeovil Town on the arse. Oh, nah, long. bro. That would be our, that would be the best. 40, it's 42 game games in a year. And if you know we win what? it as well, you guys won't hit the end of it. If we win the Premier, you don't get relegated. You will never hit the end of that. Do you know what really hit me? I saw a tweet last night and then it was like, someone was like, oh, what if we get relegated? And I was thinking, Gee, that thought ran through my mind yesterday. I'm thinking, <laughs> why is that thought even running through my mind? Because I'm thinking, what if Arsenal get relegated? Like, obviously, we, can't, we won't be able to run the Emirates. Like, because obviously, you won't be able to pay for that shit right there. And then we're going to have to sell all our big players. Oh, yeah, if you get relegated, uh, bro, I'm going to the bar. What? Champs. Oh, uh, you know what's my Jay? Should be real. If yeah. we went against Dundalk, yeah? If we win against Burnley and silly guys like Willian or I don't know whoever scores, next week we're, we're laughing. Do you see that? That's the thing about this game that like, it's just so. Ugh, the perspective. The thing is, the perspective look is, into next uh, week, we can ask Burnley at home. Mm. Like if we're in bad form right now, Burnley are in the, you're in the mud. They're Manchester for United. These are them six pointers. They. <laughs> Six players, <laughs> oh my days! But we know we cannot lose next week, still. Like it, that cannot run at all. Not in the slightest. Not in the there's a there's an excuse for a Tottenham. There's an excuse for this side there. Wolves are a good side. They've been a good side for a minute. But Burnley, no. At home, yeah, but you know, that's the thing, guys. There was like some statistic statistic where it's like we lost these games. We technically lost these games last season. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's that's why it's all yeah. it's all a bit of a yeah, man. But we might as well just conclude that. Obviously, it's looking yeah, good for Tottenham, not good for us. But we move, we move. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, Fingers good things are on the rise. But Maybe we'll move on to the yeah, we'll move on to the West Ham United man. The West Ham Man United game, man. Yeah. Um, Ole and his second half judge. I don't know what it is. I need to find his dealer because what? He somehow does this every time. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, like Ole's finally getting found out. All of that type of stuff. But he finds a way all the time. I don't even know what to say. Do you know what I would say? The squad that he put out with three strikers. It was a stinker from there. I can't lie. I, I don't know. What, I, I don't know what he's thinking. Remember, I said I don't think Cavani should start last week. I don't think he should. I don't think he should start for them. You don't think he should? No. But I, I feel, feel like, like he's he, banging. Yeah, but it, Martial ain't banging though. And yeah. Martial's someone I've always backed. Like, don't. But, no, but I, I remember I was saying I'd run Greenwood. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about Greenwood. I keep. Mm. Yeah, no, Greenwood. Is the mad. They got the touch to take it round. Yeah. People need to stop disrespecting him. Like, stop the Martinelli Greenwood comparisons. They're both elite <laughs> talents. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because do you know what? That's the thing. When when they get compared, it's like, oh, cool. The other one's dead. Oh. Yeah. Why can't they both just be say? True. True. But yeah, no. So obviously, a big part of that combat was Bruno coming on at halftime. You know, I'll I'll give credit because obviously I'm always Mata, Bruno, Rashford were all involved in what the third goal. All involved in most of the goals for that comeback. So I'll give him credit. He brought them on at halftime and they done their thing. But Bruno's the one we got to talk about first because he's inevitable. I had my agenda on him, but that has to get. I've dropped that already. But it's it's getting put in a split and getting banned because <laughs> I'm no. I I can't do this agenda anymore. Like it's he's he always. He always makes me look like a mug every single week. That's it. You'll find his way on the score sheet and just somehow get it out for United. What are we saying on Bruno? Do you know what? I can't lie. He, if it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? He he is what? He should have started. Bringing him on was, was, it was a peak from there. Three chances created. No, I, no I think he, could, he created like the most chances this season something dumb like that and oh yeah 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 he's he's doing his thing but i mean like oh yeah yeah the three goals are all from him yeah no nah, he's always coming chance to them every single game what's that because he's them he's their guy he's their their engine like not engine but he's their like he's their spark like, yeah the spark yeah exactly yeah. exactly a catalyst. so we saying though because i had this opinion a while ago and Obviously, I've said my thing about Bruin on his play. I feel like he's a bit of an ugly playmaker, but he gets the job done. And that's one thing you have to rate. But his impact is what's key in this United side. Now, I said he's had the biggest impact for any United signing since um, Eric Cantona. Mm. Is that a big statement? Mm. Is that 90? <laughs> 92. I believe no. Hey, let me not. Let me just do. Let me just back that up quickly because I'm not trying to. <laughs> that's, that is that is a good. That's crazy, bro. What you well, like, Do you guys agree with that? Oh, guys like Ronaldo and stuff. The thing that my opinion on that has always been Ronaldo, Rooney, all these guys. They've always been good signings, you get. But they've been in good sides. Mm. When I'm talking, about, when I'm talking about impacts, I'm talking about. Lick- uh, this ties out the mud and all that. Yeah, I look bro. at your Roonies and the Ronaldos, and I think, yeah, you, you guys done great and take nothing away from you. You're United legends, Premier League legends, but you was in a good side, so there wasn't much. You know what, though? What, what was, was, I know they've done, I know they've won their stuff, but do you not think that they took them to the next level? Because them squads of like Anderson and them, and like obviously. Uh, do you know what I mean? They're not. I don't think they could have done what they did without. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's another. That, that's another situation. I see what you mean there. Yeah. Because Ronaldo wasn't signed like to have instant impact. I think it's definitely a, a definitely big part of it is obviously the side around them. So yeah. If Ronaldo was signed in this United side, I'd be saying the same. If Rudy was signed in this United side, I'd be saying the same. Let's see where. Yeah, he joined United in '92. Man got that on point. Nice. I know my stuff. He knows. You know, it's Dave. Dave's like the man in Wikipedia when it comes to football. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. comes up, bro. I'm so serious. Bro, like, <laughs> like you think, like man, like give me sport or odd bible, then man, the way he's mm. like, yeah, twenty shots, like, 
you know, probably goals in like 30 games. Bam, if you say my man's turning up, I'm thinking, bro. You know, that's why, that's why it, it, it makes me laugh when guys are like, oh yeah, you don't, you don't even know ball, you don't even know this. I'm thinking, did you read? Did you read what? <laughs> I've learned stuff, just read on one caption and you're trying to tell me you don't know, allow it. Bam, if there was like a GCC or something on football, just no man's passing that A grade. Now, obviously, in that game, Pogba also, he had a, me personally, I, I have, I've had my opinions on him and I'm going to say it soon, but I'll let you guys take it away with Pogba, but obviously, he got his squad the banger, got them back into the game, and obviously, his, his agent dropped quotes today, saying that it's time mm. at United, it's done. So, are we saying on Pogba's kind of form right now, how we done in the game on the weekend, and the quotes. I'll let one of you guys take it away. You know, the thing is, if you talk about Pogba like every week, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, we know he's, we know what he's it's about. It's the hot topic. And it's, but uh, maybe it's the money, maybe it's the expectation, but we know what, we know what Pogba is about. Like, we've seen him, we've seen him at his best, but it's just, it's just a consistently, uh, every, every, people messaging me like, oh, are you, your apologies need to be loud for Pogba, this and that. I'm telling them, I wasn't calling Pogba, but yeah. when you tell me, tell him, come back to me when in six months when he hasn't scored, mm-hmm. or he hasn't had, he hasn't had, he hasn't had a game changing like moment, yeah, or performance. <laughs> because maybe he the th- the thing is <clears throat> because he literally is a better player than everyone else in the team. It seems it seems as if. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like he's not. He can't really be the worst player in, in the squad, if that makes sense. Because yeah. there's there's some there's some shocking guys in that team, but because I, I don't know if people expect him to be like way better than than what he actually is. People want to bring something expect, different, or people expect him to do what Bruno's doing and is carrying the team. Uh huh. Bruno is not a luxury player. Pogba is. Do you know what? If if it was the other way around, and so Bruno was there, he's done all he's can. It's getting stagnant now, and Pogba was brought in at some impact. I think it would be just. I think it would be like a bit roles reverse. I think, think I think Bruno's been given like a clean slate, just yeah. bare trust, bare like. I don't know. It's like all on all on him, and obviously he's performing. Like he has to he has to step up, but. He's got a knack of he's he's a he's a free rap and because he hit the ground running, he will always get that chance again. Now when he's going through the not so productive sport, so if he's if he's not appearing, if he's disappearing throughout a game, you come through there. You come through the an assist and go on. That'll be it. Yeah. Yeah. No, my thing with the proper situation is like I know there's a, a top quality baller there. I know that for a fact because obviously we've seen it in his UV days, we've seen it in his France days. And I don't really actually have the problem with Pogba, to be honest. I'm more of the, pub, the problem with his fans. Mm-hmm. Like, we, as you said, he scored the goal yesterday. And man already come to me and chatting about, make sure that the apologies are as loud as disrespect. I'm still here. I'm waiting <coughs> for my man to put in a good performance. Because in that game, he was actually poor. Like, let's not get it twisted. I feel like he turned around in the second half. That first half, he was very poor. And he was lucky to not get subbed off. But do you, do you think people are a bit too harsh on him? 
<sighs> he was playing next to McTominay. The thing is, I thought they were harsh at first. Like, don't I used to actually back Pogba? Like, I thought, like, you know, you're great soonest. These men are coming on too hard on him. Like, it's always Pogba this, Pogba that. What about the rest of the team? But I feel like this season, I said it at the beginning of the season, I'm thinking, this is your crunch season. Like, mm. you come in for the big fee, you've had good times, you've had bad times, you've come clutch this time, maybe not that time. Mm. Years now, this is your fifth season. I'm going to expect something proper from you. Because if I don't get it now, I'm going to look at this transfer like it's a flop. People are definitely giving him a hard time, you know, but mm. it's kind of what kind of comes with the role of being a, a big signing, a 90 million pound record fee. It's kind of what comes with it. You just got to produce and what's that fact? This is the fifth season now. So it's like, I need to expect something from you. Yeah, it's tough. It's I, think, tough. I think also, like you said, once you come in, when you come in with a big fee, and yeah. Pogba's such a big name, yeah? It's like, like you said, like, uh, like you said, it's like you expect a lot more. Like we don't want, we don't want to be waiting, you know, seasons need to be settling in mm. like to start performing like to stop really start performing because there's, there's times where like he's he's, he's shown like he's, he's had good matches but i feel like the bad matches are the ones that are highlighted i feel like in public space, especially by pundits as well yeah yeah it's because he's not he's not a guy that's running around and making himself look like he's working his just aimlessly running around you know what i mean he just has, has it he times his moments he does his he does his thing but mm. Yeah, no, what he should have done, he should have, after that good World Cup he had, should have just bagged a move to Real Madrid or Juventus then, when he was at his heights. Ah, oh, do you know what I was saying to my, my boy? I was saying, with, with like the player power now, and like the amount of money and how players basically run the game, mm. I, was, I was thinking, why do these players not, and the agents especially, why don't they make the situations like perfect for them? Do you know what I mean by that? Would you? Go on. At, at United, it's that one of the defences has been like, uh, Pogba isn't he's in the wrong system or he's playing in the wrong position, this and that. So why did why is he there? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Because the signs were there from early, like it's not like it's just been a random thing that's just jumped up and like, oh yeah, he's not actually working here. Mm. It's never really been working. He's played as what an eight, he's played as a deep line playmaker. I see he was doing that winger role against us. <laughs> like he done everything. every position had every guy beside him what was it Fred Tomine all these guys to do all the dirty work for him and then he can express himself further forward in a, maybe a playmaker role like, that's the thing I just feel like that's the curse of talent isn't it when yeah you're, when you're, I just feel like because Bruno Bruno can't really play anywhere else but the 10 yeah really? even then I don't I, Bruno just does what he wants I've actually deep yeah. like, he's not actually he's a 10 like role a very free role. I'm seeing him putting tackles one minute. I'm seeing him on the wing next minute. Up top. Man, in the, one of the games last week, he was literally their striker. Martial was yeah. playing deeper than him. Yeah. Like, he just does whatever he wants. Like, he, yeah. he actually calls the shots at Man United. It's actually so funny. Yeah. He was all telling Ole to take, make substitutes. Like, he actually <laughs> runs things. He's the only serious guy there. Yeah. He's the only one putting numbers. I'm making making a difference Bam. really he's the only one doing like, that alpha male mentality just yeah. running things it's, the, it's sanchez-esque i can't lie obviously sanchez could never tell arsene wenger to do subs but you know what the, if emery was there oh <laughs> got them two emery i mean the, not emery sanchez and bruno mm. i'm seeing such a similarity yeah because mm. the thing about sanchez is he was good yeah 
got let like never get that twisted. But if you actually watched him like us Arsenal fans, you know that he gave away the ball so much times. Uh, uh. He was not an aesthetically pleasing player like that. Yeah. But he would always get a goal or get an assist and end the end the season with some stupid numbers. Yeah. But if you actually watch the performances, they weren't like that. So I'm seeing bare similarities between Bruno and Sanchez still. Yeah. But um, yeah, now that's the West Ham United game still. Like them man crumbles. Before we move on, West Ham, they should have won that game. Ran away. They should have been out of sight. They crumbled. Oh, it pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, seeing it fail in my eyes. I've, obviously, I don't not that emotionally connected but I was like come on nah, you just gotta surely score one of them because it could have easily been what 3-0 then a comeback like that would have been uh, out of the way they probably yeah. wouldn't have done the comeback they yeah. probably only done the comeback obviously because it's only 1-0 one, no, one goal will take you back in level then you run away with the game but yeah they should have definitely for Pogba's goal do you think the ball went out? I mean, yeah, it did go up, but it's one of those things where I'm not going to be picky like that because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no, no way that's you can tell that to naked eye. That's yeah. something that was brought up on Twitter. Then obviously everyone actually deeped it. Then probably a match of the day brought out the actual evidence, and it's like, Graphics. yeah, there's no way you can actually tell that because it's not like there's a buzzer on the rest, um, wrist and that. I think my problem is Jay is that VAR thing where there's where they almost say. We are, we're hundred percent right, because mm. that's the that's the thing with referees. We without VAR used to go onto them because they were the they were the decision makers really. Yeah. And technically, what they say is what happened really because you can't really there's nobody else to contest it. Obviously, they're humans; they can't see everything. They're gonna make mistakes and stuff. So VAR was supposed to be cool. If the referee misses something, hence the clear and obvious term. Mm. But now it's like the referee is not really making decisions anymore. It's just he's just a guy on the pitch, and then yeah. VAR. Yeah, you know what? We're all knowing. We're all seeing. These times, the camera angles that they have are are suspect. The things that they're showing is that's a this is a VAR debate. But anyway, so VAR is killing football. But I think, don't need to I think, speak too much on that one now. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's a weekly debate. But like, I hear what you're saying, though. Every every week, man. but we'll move on to the Chelsea game quickly. Chelsea versus Leeds, obviously. Bielsa, Lampard, they got history behind them. Spygate, all that. Yeah, that <laughs> Chelsea and Leeds. That's that. That playoff final was sick. Literally, Chelsea and Leeds, part of the the dirtiest game in history. Apparently, something dumb like they should have been like eleven yellow cards, five red cards, something dumb like that. So they got a mind a little. They got a little rivalry going between them two, Chelsea and Leeds. And then, um, but coming into the game, to be fair, Leeds started off well. You know, they took the yeah, lead. Yeah, they've been playing. I, I think they, 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 they played quite well. Like, mm. in, in, um, I guess Chelsea, sorry. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Like, the way they moved the ball well. Back. But, and obviously, Bamford was on the bags, in it? Against his old club, Chelsea. So, it was <laughs> looking was... like it would be a nice little upset. But obviously, Chelsea got back into the game and ran away with him. But I wanted to speak on Thiago Silva and Zuma. Man? Looking solid still. If, if, Looking solid still. If Joyberg wasn't my sign of the season, it would probably be Thiago Silva. That guy's transformed that back next door. Mm. And mm. Zuma... Zuma was always one I rated. I rated him, like, way back when mm. Jose Mourinho was in his first spell... No, his second spell at Chelsea, sorry. 
in that 14 15 season when they won the league Zuma was doing his thing that season then he had some crazy injury which left him out for time ever since he came back He's been looking like Bambi on ice. Like, I've never read him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, man. Even in that FA Cup final last year. Hey, um, Dave, do you remember? Yeah. Oh, Zul. Yeah. When um, Aubameyang cut in. Yeah. Done him. Done. So, he's, so, he's never someone I've been rated recently. But, he's turned it around this season. You know, he's been that solid defensively. Yeah. Well, I swear he's got more goals than our front line right about now it is so but I feel like everyone has more goals than your friends. yeah it's real like that it's real like that it's not even an achievement anymore it's not even an achievement like okay like <laughs> oh my days but yeah nah them two have been doing it at the back still you know keeping it solid obviously that would have been obviously if they didn't see that, oh, that goal that would have been what four clean sheets in a row but overall you look at the defensive numbers and the clean sheets and they're putting up so I just wanted to slap some respect on Thiago Silva's name because obviously therefore man because that time first game I was washed thought was washed yeah yeah we, we we're going to eat our words about him because mm. we said that he was finished we didn't say he was finished but we like he wasn't really going to offer much in 36 years old but he's looking like he's still got another few more left, years left in the tank yeah. So um, he's definitely going to put on that pressure to obviously the nearest rivals, Tottenham. Another player who needs some respect is Mason Mount. He's not getting his flowers. Definitely. Yeah. He's definitely not getting his flowers. Because obviously it was, it was a joke at the time. Email. It was a joke at the time that he was Southgate, um, Southgate and Lampard's son and all that shit. But yeah. he's actually putting in performances on a weekly basis and nobody's speaking on it. I might need to make a couple of snickers. Um, people need to start respecting me so much. Yeah, there's a quality player in there. If if you were to look at the like the league this season, yeah, mm. and even just the top four, or, or just in your opinion, like looking across the teams, which players do you feel like these big European clubs will put money down for, like put like based off their performance, performance so far this season in the top four? Yeah, like even if you you can throw Son in there if you want to as well. Like, oh yeah, yeah, nice little. Just throw a little Son there. Yeah, it's a nudge him in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who would you guys pick? I feel like that's another thing. You know, we we as the Premier League, we call everyone like, the Farmers League, the like, or like we call ourselves the best league in the world. But uh, in recent times, we're kind of starting to see like you know it's not really adapting. Yeah. And with with that, it's kind of I feel like. You know the big, you know the players, the players in the Premier League. We, we used to see a lot of like big European clubs saying, you know, they're snooping around at this player, that player. It may just be me, but I haven't really been seeing that as of recent time. I might be wrong. You guys can correct me. Yeah, I know. But if it, you know what I'm the Premier League's definitely gone down. Like, it's, the weird thing about it was, I swear, just about two seasons ago, it was all Premier League, Champions League, and Europa League. Wait, do you guys think that? Correct me. That's what I Correct me. Honestly, honestly, I don't rate. I don't rate any other leagues. Swear. Yeah, I, I the thing is, leagues. the thing is, I feel like it's hard to watch. I feel like football as a whole, a, yeah, go on. football as a whole has actually gone down. Might be. Yeah, well, that's, so I feel that's like facts, that's facts. Like the Liga isn't what it used to be. Obviously, when Pep and Mourinho were there, oh, Syria ain't really what it is. It's just Juventus and the rest are just doing their thing. French league is the French league. We don't need to say too much about that one. Mm-hmm. PSG just running with the league and the competition there low. You look at the Premier League now, it's like 
there's no like you've seen Arsenal this low. We're seeing this team here. You seen one Sheffield United can just be doing up Europa League um, charges last season. Like I feel like football as a whole has definitely gone down, and in that is included in, in the Premier League. But I feel like the Premier League will still will always be the most entertaining. But you know, is this is the problem I feel like our generation has now. The barrier is so high, bro. Look at what we grew up watching. The That's barrier is so high. Like, if we're talking yeah. about 04, oh, no, 02 to like 013, 014, the Prem was like, bro, you, you remember a point in your childhood where every like, guy, whether it was a school, neighborhood, whatever, because of the quality of the Prem, everyone wanted to be pro. Yeah. It was crazy. Literally. The quality of the Premier League was, it was honestly entertaining. Like, it was, it was, you were locked in every single week completely i think now it's just if you love football then you're just going to keep involved but like you said football as a whole the quality's gone down do you know what i would say it's literally i don't know if i'm contradicting myself really but i think what is happening is that the gap between the crazy good players and the crazy like or average players i think that's getting smaller because i yeah. i would say like like you were saying about the rest of the leagues I think any player could really go anywhere and I think also that's a money thing because eventually when you're giving 70 million to yeah I think it's a big part that's definitely that's a big part like Leicester there's no way Leicester are holding how much have they got they've got 80 million for Maguire who else did they sell Chilwell uh, I mean, Chilwell's Chilwell. a good player but he was never worth the 60 that's million so, so, event, so eventually Leicester are gonna they're, they're gonna good. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They're gonna become better. Like they're gonna become, they're gonna be challenged. Obviously, Leicester are, are an anomaly because they did their thing without even spending 100%, much. Hundred percent, one in a million. <laughs> That's a yeah, very smart point. Nah, you got a point. You got, you got, got a point. Got a point. I can't lie, I but now they're still, now they're still challenging, really. So what, you, what you're basically you saying is the lower side. Table, what you're saying is like the lower sides are getting smarter with their business. They're getting better, really. And so you know they, what? They can afford yeah. mistakes. That's the thing. I think that's the difference. Yeah. Afford mistakes because Fulham can blow a hundred million in one year. They go down their back. They're back again now. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. the, the, It's really and the 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 sad side of it is that if you really tank like Sunderland and these man, or if you time it wrong, you can fall all the way down. You can literally pee. You can skate all the way down because another team has peas to replace you and another team can now like who obviously leave is back now really but they went in the Premier League for crazy mm. much do you know what I mean so I think I think yeah I think the standard is there's not really like crazy amazing players like when you think about it, like we're, we're talking of Ronaldo and Messi for like the Ballon d'Or every year for crazy for a crazy decade but now really besides them there's bare nominees really I mean, even it. you look at it now, with all due respect, and I, I've given respect to Eric Dyer, for example, but Eric Dyer is right now seen as one of the best centre-backs in the Premier League. Yeah. Never would that have happened back in the day with the John Terry's, yeah. Ferdinand's, uh, Because they were Soul clear Cowboys. of everyone else, really. Yeah. They, they were actual, like, Don Dallas in this game. Mm. So, I feel like, yeah, no, the quality of football's definitely dropped from the Premier League. But from all these as well, just think, kind of a sad state of affairs, really, because it's just become a proper just stats game. Like, so that's the issue. That's that's why things like the the European Super League, they think that that's going to fix everything. But little, little do they know, there will be some of the worst game. Like, 
Champions League this week, everyone's looking forward to the Barcelona and the Messi thing. Imagine if that was every week. Yeah. That would just the... take the joy away from me. And it would just become it would, all the players. There won't be any completely amazing players because in the Super League, like where where do you really progress to? Yeah, and there will be no joy in winning it. Like the eventual goal at the end, like. And Love. players will then they will reduce their because nowadays I think I suppose there there are some players because they grew up in that generation of thinking yeah Real Madrid's this Barcelona is that so they still have that aspiration just as like a childhood dream but really these these guys aren't they they aren't really goals anymore if we're looking at it like that I think the goal now is the Premier League and it's funny <clears> because <throat> when when you're younger you weren't saying oh, I want to go to La Liga. Because you wouldn't want to go to Atleti, you wouldn't want to go to Valencia. But players now can come to the Premier League, go to any team, and they've technically made it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a bad team to choose from, but... Yeah, no, you made some nice no. Definitely, man. The, the money's definitely lowered the standard a bit, made these lower teams smart. I hear that, I hear that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, so that was the Chelsea-Leeds game. And that's it, really. Obviously, a couple other things happened this week, but... The one topic I want to conclude this this podcast on, it's been a great recording so far, um, is the Millwall fans and the whole knee situation. And I um, just want to get you guys' thoughts on it because obviously my thoughts, I've, I've said my thing on the, the kneeling thing is like, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm so here for it. At first, it, I was here for what it stood for. I was here for the message behind it. Mm. But like Les Ferdinand said, in a little piece um, a while back ago it's like this shouldn't be the end like I don't want it to just be just a knee and just a, a patch on the shoulder of our, our tops and that's it yeah. I want to see more I don't want it to just be a knee because then again it just feels like if it's just that it will slowly become a freaking you. it will slowly lose its purpose and it will just be something you do at, at the beginning of the game and the point will be completely lost so I was always on the thing where I'm cool with doing a knee, but more needs to be done. Because just yeah. doing that will not eradicate racism, will not eradicate discrimination or anything else that it stands for. But I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah, the thing, it's, it's, it's a really like polarised thing. Like it's, it's, it's debated like up and down, do you know what I mean? And it's a thing of... Because some, some like for example in the Champions League, some Champions League games were doing it. Like they, I think Man United and PSG did it, which I thought was mm. interesting to see. But other other leagues aren't doing it. Um, I was watching a QPR game. Obviously, the Les Ferdinand links there. Guys, half yeah. the players were standing up, half the guys were kneeling. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. I think the message is yeah. Me. Lost. Yeah, no, Misha, what are you thoughts on that? Because yeah, same yeah, um. I just think, obviously in football, it's always the like, like we saw the Black Lives Matter stuff like on the back of the shirts or like, you know, the badge on the side of their, you know, on their arms and there's all these campaigns. But I feel like at the end of the day, it comes down to the fans. Right? I feel like it's un- like, as much as we may kneel down or we may walk off the pitch and stuff like that, I feel like, you know, things need to be, like people, fans need to be held accountable as well because as much as football's a billion pound industry, you know, like you don't, the last thing you want is something like for your brand to be to be held as you know, like I'm talking about the Premier League or like just football yeah. like in, in the UK, the brand to be held as something that that tolerates racism, you know. And I, I, at this point, I thought like for something like that where 
players are kneeling down and you can notice that the, the, the fans are booing like it's not like a small portion like there was a majority and I just think but I even did a song that was made on Soccer AM like a couple of months back for anti-racism and mm. you know a lot of these like guys sports that they really they really do back it but I just feel like it's, it's, it's on the heads of like, people like the FA and people like that to kind of say you know what this is what's going to be put in place if you know um if we if any forms of racism are displayed and obviously it may send those people who are racist back under the hole but at the end of the day there needs to be consequences that are shown like that's not on like that's that's what i that's the issue i have with this all whether it's fans in the stadiums fans online or just people in the game like people actually need to i don't know these authorities whether it's the EFOs, obviously this is uh mill so it's championship and that's the efo or the premier league or the champions league these men need to actually clamp down on these people, clamp down on all these sections and properly eradicate it because now what we're seeing is boom. Mill, the thing about me, because obviously I'm from South, so I know what Mill fans are like. They've been mm. like this for years. Like when I saw that news, I wasn't surprised in the slightest. Yeah. So like literally, and then it's like, the reason why they keep getting away with it is because they're not getting clamps on. I'm thinking it's all right. I'm back in the, the new, I'm back in the mm. patches, I'm back in all of that but they're still going to get away with doing what they've done time and time again. So it's kind of defeating the purpose, personally. Yeah, 100%. Because it just makes it... I think that even the worst part was like they were trying to justify it. Like, not not the club. To be fair, the club came out. Took a while, but... Yeah, came out it and, did take a time still, but I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah, all the, the whole fan club thing's coming out saying that, oh, yeah, this and that, we... We believe. I think the, the the main problem is now, and this is a bit more on that type on that side as opposed to the football. But it's kind of being the message is being tainted, mm. and it's not. It's not. It's not. It's going from yeah. Let's we want like equality. Like we want. Um, I, I don't. I don't want to really say equality, but it's more just like tolerance and respect. Yeah, because guys like Raheem, like Raheem Sterling, cannot be like that. I think it was only two years ago where he was getting shouted at literally behind his ear. Like, how can? Oh how yeah, by the, the Chelsea fans. Yeah, how could that be? How could that be like allowed? Like, yeah. How can that? How can? How can someone say that that is not a problem? And it wasn't. They weren't saying any shit because otherwise it would have been fine. No one would have really benefited. It's just it's saying, too comfortable for these things to happen. Uh huh. Literally, and that's the that's that that's the issue. But now, being so being against the knee or whatever, or being against having them saying Black Lives Matter, they've kind of masked it into like a, like a political standpoint, and it's more of like a a thing where you can disagree with. Mm. That's not that's mm. not the that's not what the point is. Just but yeah, yeah, it's it's. I think it's been in a way to then justify why you would be against it which is obviously yeah no i definitely i definitely hear that but yeah no i feel like more needs to be done yeah. than just the knee but to be fair what i will say of the knee is now because of what's just happened now it's a reminder you know it's sparking that conversation again obviously this time it's being done in front of fans now yeah. so i feel like where I, where I thought it was becoming a bit of a pre-match ritual maybe it might actually have more of an effect again or maybe the effect it initially had again kind of redoing it again because now there's fans in the stadium 
Mm-hmm. So it'll be different to doing it in an empty stadium. So I'll be I'll be interested to see what like I don't know how to like because when when there's no fans, it just goes quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd want it. I would be interested to see like what what the sounds are like in the stadium. Well, what I've saw from all this weekend is just um, applauding. Yeah, I think a couple were silent. When yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, but yeah, man, Mill, they just need to pattern up. All the people associated with that club needs to pattern up. I'm, I feel sorry because there was a black footballer there, and I'll make a post in it sometime soon. It's but, up, man. Deep it, man. It's, it, is, like, it is messed up. Like, imagine being a black Millwall player and seeing your long, old fans. Long. But that's the culture of Millwall, though. That's their culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Like, that's the, it's kind of a thing where you know what you sign up for mm. with this club. But I, I said on my, on my Twitter, it was like, if I was wanting to be a footballer and I get a contract offer from a Sunday league club, another Sunday league club, and Millwall, I'm picking a Sunday league club. 100. It's not worth I promise you. It's just, <laughs> I promise you, fam. Like, I despise that club. Fam, they literally um, sent bricks to my boy's yard. Like, I think, do you know how they're just crazy? Yeah. They, they would just throw bricks at random houses. They would terrorize their own bit. And it's just like. The whole of Burma's shuts down when there's a game. Literally. But that club is just wrong. Yeah. But um, I hope the EFL do clamp on it, find the fans and give them that ban. Because how was your first intentions when the fans are back nine months out of the stadium? Your first thing to do before the ball's even been kicked? Cause have they've been waiting for 100% they've been waiting for that. Oh uh, yeah, it was definitely premeditated. It was definitely planned, all that type of stuff. Mm. But hopefully the EFL sort that out. Hopefully. You know, know how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Just get, we just get brushed. Do you know what I mean? It. And it's just like any other match. Mm. That's why me with my following, I try to be as vocal on these subjects as possible. But we can't let it happen. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that was a very solid recording. Still, come on. Thank you for being on to this part. This episode of part was it eight, episode eighteen now? Yeah. But yeah, pleasure to have you on, no, me, Shay. Pleasure to be on. Obviously. Come on, bro. I feel like you're the man that's your pleasure to... <laughs> bro, Bam, I'll take that. I'm running with this slogan that football from the real. <laughs> that's what we're doing. But um, yes, people, as I said already, be sure to obviously follow my page, follow um, Dave's page and Misha's page. Yeah. I'll leave all the links and all that in the bio when needed. And um yeah, that's been another episode of the One Two Podcast. Myself, Jay, my co-host Dave, and a special guest, me. Come Jay. on, we'll catch you guys on for the next episode. Never. Come on, Andrew.